everyone and welcome to today's fan fiction. Before we begin, I want to make sure that you know this is just part one. It's quite long and it will end in a cliffhanger, a major one. So I'm going to need you to pay attention and write your comments as to how you want part two to go so I can incorporate different ideas and meld it all into one story that makes sense. So here's a fanfiction that, believe it or not, I've written for the last several years and I had so many different ways that it could have gone until finally just choosing one and going with it. So today's story is one of those choices that I made. It's quite a hard fanfiction and something that you don't really know what the true ending would be. So as Doc Brown explained in Back to the Future, we can just see this as one splint off of the timeline with many other possibilities. Now in the Clone Wars, Ahsoka was framed by Barriss Afi for a crime that she never committed. Up until the last moments, the Jedi Order accused Ahsoka and turned their back on her, forcing her to stand trial. When Barriss was finally brought to justice at the last second, it was shortly after this that the Jedi Council apologized to Ahsoka and allowed her to come back to the Jedi Temple to continue her training. This was when she declined. She felt that the betrayal and lack of trust that they gave her wasn't worth a second chance. Anakin tried to convince her to stay, telling her that he understands how she feels about them. However, even their strong master and apprentice bond wasn't enough to change her mind. Ahsoka turned her back on them and Anakin and walked off into the sunset. But what if Anakin had walked with her? What if he was so disgusted with the Jedi for how they treated her and came to his senses that they were just disillusioned pawns of the Republic and full-on walked out with her? I believe the galaxy would have been quite different. Now as usual with fan fictions, there are many different paths that we can take. So in today's, let's follow this one. Anakin leaves Naboo with Padme. They both settle down while Padme continues her journey and job as a politician, and Anakin now is no longer a Jedi. He was allowed to keep his lightsaber, as he didn't leave the Jedi really in bad blood. He just grew distant from them for their choices. It was a difficult choice for him to make. Him and Obi-Wan still kept in touch. However, the war kept him busy. When Anakin told Padme about what he did, she was shocked. However, she understood that ultimately his allegiance was with Ahsoka after the way the Jedi treated her. He had been feeling distanced from them for a while now since the death of his mother, and Ahsoka's near imprisonment was the final straw for him. Now, Padme and Anakin could be together publicly, and it wouldn't matter who saw, not anymore. Soon, everyone would know that Anakin Skywalker was in a relationship with the Senator from Naboo. They would continue their lives, and the Jedi would continue to fight the Clone Wars. Now, it would be super difficult for Anakin to turn his back on Obi-Wan, but that's kind of the point of this. You know, what-ifs have to go in a certain direction, otherwise they wouldn't be what-ifs. Now, as for Anakin and Ahsoka, they would pretty much spend their time and adventures together much more now. He would have to tell her about Padme, and she would kind of say that she always knew. So where Clone Wars Season 7 would pick up, this is kind of where the timeline is. I think Anakin would continue to be manipulated by Palpatine, and this is where the story will really start to develop. The only problem is, there wouldn't be a reason for Anakin to really hate the Jedi like he did in Revenge of the Sith. Since they're not holding him back anymore, Palpatine needed the Jedi just as much as he did Anakin, in a sense, because if the Jedi were controlling Anakin, then he would have some reason to hate them when it came to saving Padme. But now that's not there anymore. So what is the motive? 
how can Palpatine control Anakin, and that's really what we have to dive into. Anakin and Ahsoka would train together. They would learn the ways of the Force continuously, not just with the other Jedi or at the temple, but with themselves. And beyond that, Anakin would learn more from Palpatine. This is where Palps steps in. He would continue to play dumb with Anakin and pretend he didn't know the ways of the Force. However, he would still be that little fly in Anakin's ear, constantly pulling each puppet string. He'd tell Anakin about some Sith Lords that he would encourage Anakin to learn about, just like Darth Plagueis piquing Skywalker's interests in broadening his understanding of the Force. Anakin would guard Padme on her more dangerous missions where he felt Dooku might be, and if she forbade him, he'd do it in secret, keeping a watchful eye on anyone trying to harm her. He wasn't with the Republic anymore, but he also wasn't with the Separatists. He remained a little more neutral now. Of course, conflicted, as Obi-Wan and Rex and all them were still his friends, but he knew where their allegiance lay, and his was with Padme. So, naturally, Palpatine would hire Anakin as his personal bodyguard. He would pay Anakin handsomely and take good care of him and Padme. Leaving the Jedi Order allows Palpatine to get closer and closer to Anakin, as the Void has now been created from a teacher perspective to fill Obi-Wan's shoes. They would take missions together, and over time, Palpatine would warp Anakin's mind into seeing his truth of the Force. Palpatine's view of the galaxy, that is, and how the Jedi have corrupted everything. It would be easier now to get to Anakin, however harder to make him turn on the Jedi. Now, it is my understanding that Anakin's destiny was to turn into Darth Vader, and thus setting his life into the trajectory that it went, turning the tide of the Republic into the Galactic Empire. I believe whatever life choice he makes, leaving the Order or not, he would still have those dreams of her, since it's the will of the Force to make him a masked machine, until Luke Skywalker shows up. However, for the sake of today's fanfiction and not to take the easy way out, we'll say Anakin never had those visions. Palpatine would have to find another way to turn Anakin to the dark side, which is easier than turning him against the Jedi. Palpatine would need to set up a plan that would frame Padme as a member of the Confederacy of Independent Systems in order to cause the Jedi to have a warrant for her arrest. Remember, Palpatine was very powerful both in the Force and politically. He would plant some documents and evidence on her, and perhaps have her visit some planets that could be seen as working with the Separatists in secret. All it would take would be to have the Jedi accuse her, and Anakin would hate them. Annie is quite easy to control, despite being the most powerful Jedi or most powerful Force user in the galaxy. Heck, the most powerful man in the galaxy. If you control what he loves, he will be at your mercy. He already had resentment towards the Jedi for not listening to his pleas about his mother needing help. And, well, now she's gone. So Palpatine would let some time pass, the events of the galaxy would unfold, and as Anakin was learning the ways of the dark side from the little bits of alluring knowledge that Palpatine would drop, Skywalker would discover much more, and before you knew it, his very outlook of the Force is quite skewed compared to what it was before. Ahsoka would take note of Anakin's altered vision, and their training would take a much more aggressive tone on his end. Without Anakin even noticing, he would already become Palpatine's apprentice. The final lesson was to have Padme accused by the Jedi for treason. Now this can be done a number of ways. Palpatine is very manipulative and can have anyone plant anything on her. A loud knock on the door one evening at Padme's palace on Naboo, as Anakin would answer and feeling that something here wasn't right. He sees two Jedi with clone troopers at his door. They tell Anakin that Padme is to come for questioning before the Senate. He doesn't understand. 
and is told that she's been suspected of high treason and working with the Separatists and Dooku. Anakin says they're insane. That's not possible. As they move forwards to enter the palace, Skywalker reaches for his lightsaber as they stop. I won't allow you to do this. Whoa, Skywalker, our business is not with you. It's with the Senator. She must stand trial. As they continue to step forwards, Anakin sends them flying back with a push of the Force. His powers, they had grown so much in such a short time, he couldn't believe it. It must be from being away from the Jedi. They weren't holding him back anymore. He was better off without them. As the clones say, Sorry, General Skywalker. Orders only. They fire upon him, their blasters set to stun. As he ignites his lightsaber and deflects all blasts back at them, before he knew what he had done, the clones were on the ground unconscious as well, along with the Jedi, who were knocked out by the trees outside. Padme came running to him as she exclaimed in horror as to what had happened. They were here to arrest you. They said you needed to appear before the Senate for high treason. Padme didn't understand and was shocked. Skywalker sent a hollow message to Palpatine, who responded immediately by telling them to hide at one of his private and unknown homes. But before Anakin could leave, more Jedi and clones arrived. Apparently they had been waiting in orbit, as the Council knew that Skywalker might not let Padme go so easily. This time, Master Windu came with several of his own clones, the 187th Legion. As the LAAT touched down, he saw the unconscious Jedi and clones on the ground. Skywalker, you and Amidala are under arrest. You're coming with us now. Anakin ignited his saber and walked towards Mace, watching the purple plasma breathe from Mace's golden hilt. The two force users looked at one another. I smell the dark side in you, young Skywalker. As Anakin's rage began to swell, he remembered all the times Windu tried to stop Anakin from saving his mother, even back to when he entered the temple as a little boy with Qui-Gon. He forbade Anakin from even being trained. You sense the power that I was destined to reach, the power the Jedi never wanted me to have. As they swung at each other, they blocked every attack, matched in the force as power versus experienced power fought. Padme looked to the sky as she saw more LAATs descending above. Spotlights put on Anakin and her as they aimed their turrets at him. A clone's voice yelled, Drop your weapon, Master Skywalker. You're under arrest. Anakin was full of emotions. He couldn't let them take her. He wouldn't submit to the Jedi again. This is just what they did to Ahsoka. Maybe they were corrupt. Maybe something was going on. Anakin dropped his gaze to the floor. As his teeth clenched, his jaws protruding and flexed, he put his lightsaber away onto his belt. The 187th Legion wary, but some dropping their blasters to approach and cuff him and Padme. What's happening? As a clone tried to find his balance, Earthquake! said another. Anakin's powers had surely doubled, maybe tripled, or more. Mace watched him as he curled his fingers at his hips and rose them into the air as every rock and boulder flew into the sky, smashing into as many ships as there were hovering above. LAATs falling like rain, exploding into the ground as fire and debris filled the air. All the clones ran for cover as Anakin finally sent many boulders directly at Mace who sliced them all with his lightsaber. Anakin knew that he would, but by the time Mace was clear of the projectiles, Anakin and Padme had vanished. As Mace saw her ship blasting off into the sky and once reaching the stars, hitting hyperspace, Master Windu's face filled with patience as he settled his emotions. Anakin, where are we going? said Padme. End of part one. 
Now, I want you guys to help me write part two, and I'll have that out by next week, and then I'll also compile both part one and part two into one long video so you have it for your convenience. So this is obviously one direction that it could have gone. There are many others. There's one where Palpatine does tell Anakin about Plagueis and essentially had just written that the will of the force was for Anakin to always turn into Darth Vader. But honestly, that's just kind of an, a boring fan fiction. It just sort of leads back into where it was just with Anakin not really being at the temple. So at least this is something new and fresh and different. However, the problem is Maul is still out there, Dooku is still out there, and he's working for Sidious. So how are we going to get him out of the picture, or maybe he'll be working with Palpatine? Right, so we have to remember that Anakin leaves before Revenge of the Sith, and then all of the events happen into Revenge of the Sith. So all the events with the Invisible Hand don't happen anymore where Grievous captures Palpatine because... Grievous already has Anakin. He doesn't need to do any of those things anymore. Now, Order 66 is still a possibility, and it is something that Palpatine will eventually use, but now he's just waiting for the right moment for Anakin to finally completely turn on the Jedi, and it seems like he has. So this is where you guys come in. Now, another option that I had was for Anakin to be Padme's bodyguard. And I felt like this was kind of annoying. There was just a little bit too much of Anakin and Padme. And while that's great, I feel like for each character to evolve, they kind of got to be on their own for a little bit and then meet up later, not always being stuck at each other's side. Now, there could have been some possibilities with them going off to different planets and maybe Palpatine would set something up and maybe Dooku would kill her or something. But then again, the motive to kill the Jedi wouldn't really be there. So what happens with Ahsoka now in this story? There's still a lot of unfinished things that I want to address and I want to make it all tie in together nicely. So I want you guys to let me know and that's where the fun is where you can write your own fan fictions as well and I'll take elements from each person's comment and evolve it and fuse it into something for all of us to enjoy. Hope you got a kick out of part one. I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.